Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles podcast, a show dedicated to the crazy world of mixed martial arts. Join your hosts, Laurel, Ty, and Jordan, as they break down all the latest and biggest news and bouts. This is the one podcast that will never let the fight go to the judges. Live from your favorite podcast listening device, it's time hey fktc crew we are back with another episode of the front kicks and throw cuddles podcast it's laurel it's ty and look at this jordan is back for the final episode of 2023 i made my return hello <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos started winning, so I had to hop back on, even though this is UFC related. But you get what I mean. I mean, they're doing so well. It's so yeah. like I don't think anyone anyone saw this coming at all. So I had to reappear. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, this episode is brought to you by Holiday Wishes Coming True because my wish is that Colby Covington does not win this welterweight title. Well, we got a uh, big event on Saturday. Yep. Well, we got two big events on Saturday, if we're being quite honest. Yes, we I do. Hope he, I hope he gets beat up, like, until 32 seconds of the last round, and then he gets knocked out. <laughs> I think that actually, that kind of happened when he fought Usman the first time. So I hope it happens again. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it was 2-2. I mean, I don't think he was, like, getting beat up beat up but like he was like Usman I think had like a fifth round that was just like master class and just but just the way that Covington fell down when he got punched in the face was just beautiful uh it can happen there's a real shot that he might be getting uh his lights put out yeah um but yes you are right Jordan because we've got as Broncos fans, we've got two big things happening this Saturday. I mean, we're gonna have we might have the main event and then the fourth quarter of the Broncos game happening at the same time. Ooh. Oh, oh that'd be wait, so yeah, even it, it's it's possible. It is very possible depending on how quick this UFC card goes through. Yeah. Um, or with how long it could go. Or with how long it can go. That's but, I mean, they're, they're, the fights are really good, so I don't expect it to go, every fight to go the distance. I highly doubt that. Oh, yeah. Um, But as you have heard, this is our final episode until right around this time in a month when we start 2024. So it's been a good ride. It's been a fun ride for the time being, but I mean, yeah. I mean, we had some fun making some predictions, making some jokes, especially Jordan's little Chiefs joke. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> I, I haven't heard this little Chiefs joke. What is going on here? Him, him calling me a Chiefs fan. I mean, you yeah. did have a tough loss last night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm not the crybaby, so that's true. Gee, he's, he's still crying right <laughs> I, now. I want to know because I I clearly have never played football before. But when you look over 
and you're you see that you're lined up almost equal to the ball at your shoulders like when you look over your shoulder and you see you you're lined up where the ball is that's not a that's not a red flag not to tony <laughs> yeah not to tony i mean he even looked at the ref but when he looked at the ref he just looked at him and come back like he didn't even make he didn't make sure the ref even told them that was the thing like he could say he looked at the ref all you want but yeah. he just looked and then went right back he didn't get like an answer yeah. he didn't wait for an answer he just did a little quick turn and that's it but whoop, it is what it is yeah now we're one game back that's all i care about that's right <laughs> that's very right um so with our last podcast episode until 2024 we're going to do our UFC Vegas 83 recap, our UFC 296 fighter or fight to watch, plus our picks, our last picks of the year. Mm. Um, and then not a whole lot of news. There were two fight announcements, and I think we're going to do a little bit of a wish list on what we're hoping for since it is the holiday season and all. So with that said... Let's get right into UFC Vegas 83, otherwise what should have been known as UFC Shanghai, but we won't talk about that anymore. Last time we'll discuss that. Um, how are we grading this card? Mm. I thought it was solid. I give it like a B plus. B. Mm. B, B plus. I'd go B. Uh... B plus, yeah, I'd go B plus. Um, I think the only thing that kind of kept it from being an A minus was, um, I just thought, um, and we'll talk about it when we get to the main event. I just thought Gutierrez would put up a little bit of a better showing. Yeah. Um, but our five, the five fights here. We have the first one is Andre Muniz defeating. <laughs> John Young Park via split decision. Um, probably one of the more, I mean, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Like, I thought it was like competitive at some points and other points. Like, what are we doing here? Um, but Muniz, I thought for sure would have at least been able to get something going, but it didn't seem like it seemed like at times he did. Got enough to get the victory, but I was expecting a little bit more from him. I thought he was going to finish him. That's why it was a bit disappointing. This mm -hmm. is he got 11 takedowns for the whole fight. So he kind of earned himself the win, but uh, I guess I just have mm -hmm. higher expectations for him. But mm -hmm. <clears throat> again, he just got the win. That's all that matters at this point. Right. Yeah, I don't. I didn't think the fight was anything special, but... <laughs> yeah yeah so that much to talk about on this one um split decision i mean yeah i can kind of see where it was a split decision like it wasn't one of those like oh robberies i think i would have been a little bit more like wait a second what if it was the other way around and they said park won the fight because i felt like muniz did a, just a little bit more to win that fight yeah right. um okay next fight Let's talk about Tim Elliott coming in on such short notice and getting a very quick submission victory. This was a uh, 
a one that I was expecting, but at first I completely forgot that Tim Elliott even took the fight on short notice. Yep. And then once Ty even texted me, hey, Tim Elliott took it on short notice, I'm like, I still like Tim Elliott in this fight. I'm not, I wasn't a big believer. Um, and again, I'm usually good with names, but for some, I've heard this man's name get pronounced 10 different ways. So I'm not even <laughs> going to try to pronounce it. Everyone should know who I'm already talking about. But I'm not, I wasn't a big believer in him. Mm-hmm. But Tim Elliott, just an absolute dog. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Goes so I actually talked to when we talked when we covered this fight, Laurel. Um, because I was like going back and forth, like, okay, how's mm-hmm. this fight gonna go? How's this fight gonna go? But then when I saw all of, I'm gonna call him Sue just because I cannot pronounce this name for the life of me. That right. prior to this fight, he had five losses. All five of those losses came by submission. And so, like, okay, yep, I, I'm going to Elliott here because I think he can sink in a, some kind of submission. Right. And so. The trend came out true. The trend did come out true. Um, So, good performance by Tim Elliott on such short notice. Um, interesting to see where, where he goes from here. I mean, I know he's competed for the title at one point years ago. Um, There's fun fights for him in that division. There's still fun fights in that division, yeah. especially in Baton Weight. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, you know, I just realized that these two actually were flyweights, but they bumped it up to Bantamweight because Bantam of weight. the short notice. Yeah. So I, did, I thought it was still at flyweight for some odd reason. And then it's like, oh, the next fight is a Bantamweight bout between these two. I'm like, hey. like oh, yeah, that would have made sense. Um, Laurel, I don't like you on this next one. On this next fight. <laughs> Jamie Malarkey let me down, dude. It was, this was the most surprising one of the night, oh, yeah. at least in my opinion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I had I Malarkey. <laughs> I had Malarkey, but I thought it would go to the decision. But I, yeah, I thought so, too. Like, no matter what, even if Nazrat won, I thought it was going to go to the decision. But, jeez, I was wrong. Yeah, it was... Uh, I liked the fight. That oh, was a good fight. I liked it. <laughs> Short, sweet. This is very man, surprising. I'm, I'm just surprised that, like, this is what you came out with, Jamie Malarkey. This is really what you came out with. But, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it now. Um, good performance by Nazrat, without a doubt, but uh, it just. Just a tad disappointed there. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so I really want to talk about this co-main event because it was, I would say it was like amazing for as long. I mean, it lasted a while, but just the finishing sequence was just beautiful. Yeah. And that was Khalil Roundtree. I guess you can say he knocked out Anthony Smith. I'm a big uh, Tony Smith guy. I think everyone knows that, but mm-hmm. it just seems like as the days go on, maybe he's just slipping out little by little by his prime, which sucks. Um, he's young, but again, he's not young in terms of fight experience. Yeah. He's like a like a Masvidal type. Like he's been in this game for a while. Yeah. Um, 
But man, it, it just hurts seeing him be like that. But Roundtree, I think Khalil Roundtree has like a lot of fans right now. Like he, oh, yeah. his hype train is like at the highest right now. And I think that was a good win for him. Mm-hmm. I just would like to see Effie Smith have one more run at it. But I don't know if that would come to fruition anytime soon. But I, I like the fight, honestly. I think both guys, they both obviously respect each other, but it was like a good fight overall. Right. Yeah, I I felt like Khalil would just wanted it more for for some reason. I just got those vibes during the fight that Anthony was there kind of going through the motions at times, but mm-hmm. I'm glad Khalil run won. Mostly because yeah. I picked him, but <laughs> <laughs> um I want to ask you guys what what are your thoughts about Roundtree's call out of Alex Perea? I would love to see that fight because that's just two mean men in the octagon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do think he needs to get one more win though. He acknowledged that too. Like I think yeah. I need one more fight, but I do like that he called him out. No one's calling out Pereira. Mm-hmm. Right. There were yeah. a couple call outs last night. Mm-hmm. Or after the fights. I was like, oh, yay, last night. Did I miss them? <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Saturday. Uh, My okay. days are off. That's all good. Um, I'm trying to think of the call-outs. I can't remember any, like, significant ones. Um, yeah, I can't remember any, like, like that was, like, the one that stuck out. Um, well, Colby the- Covington said that the, um, that Song Yudong's fight was boring. Because he thinks every fight's boring. That That's doesn't true. involve him. Um, I I I would really like to know if there's any fighter on on that UFC roster, and I'll say that's not female that Colby has any kind of respect for. I no. I, I doubt there's one. Yeah, there's none. Although, um, and we'll talk about it when we. I'll, actually, I'll talk about it when we get to that fight. Um, there's one fight fighter I think that Cleo Roundtree should fight. I think, and my guess is that this is what they're going to do with him, is that if he's probably going to get the winner of Ankalaev versus, uh, I think it's Ankalaev, Ankalaev and Walker. Because with Ankalaev, it'd be like a definite title eliminator, number one. But if Walker were to win... Roundtree would get to avenge a loss from back in, I think, 2019. Huh. So. <laughs> so I think. So but so I'm with you, Jordan. I think he needs at least one more fight. Yeah. Um main events, I okay, so let me preface by saying this. I tried to watch it the best I can. I watched the two rounds, but seeing as how completely dominant Song Yidong was, I kind of started losing interest in the fight until, like, from the third round on. So, mm-hmm. I mean, good for Song Yidong, but he's become one of the more top-tiered weights. So, it's not a, whole, a big surprise. I think just a little bit of disappointment in Chris Gutierrez, especially with the performances he's had lately. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't like no disrespect, but I don't like that this was the main event. I would yeah. rather have preferred Tony Smith and Roundtree to be the main event, if I'm being quite mm-hmm. honest. 
Right. Um, I think Song Yudong would have won in a three-round fight and a five-round fight. Mm-hmm. I think it wouldn't have mattered. Um, again, it, it just wasn't that... I don't want to say entertaining, but again, I think Song Yudong just did what he had to do. And mm-hmm. you can tell uh, Gutierrez was just, you know, always a step behind, multiple mm-hmm. steps behind at, at times. But yeah, it just wasn't a main event worth fight in my opinion right hi are you saying that song yudong is so high up on the bantam weights that any fight that he takes right now is not exciting am i saying that yeah is that what you're saying no i'm saying that he's become like his development is kind of like like we're starting to put him in the conversation of like can this guy compete for a title shot, basically? Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no disrespect towards him. Um, actually, I just remembered um there's a reason why he was fighting Chris Gutierrez, because originally Jordan Song Yudong was supposed to fight Peter Yan until he pulled yeah. out. Yeah, and I think but, once he pulled out, I think that's when they should have elevated Anthony Smith and Khalil Rontree. Uh Peter Yan withdrew from the bout citing an injury. Yeah. I think as soon as that happened, you have to make Anthony Smith and Kyle Rountree two fan favorites, two household names, I would even say at this point. Mm-hmm. I think Rountree has gotten to that status, but I don't know. I just This wasn't worth a five-round main event. Yeah, I'm actually going to see. Oh, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, he apparently um, announced it back in October. So that would have been plenty of time for uh, Smith and Roundtree to prepare for a five-round fight, if yeah. need be. And so. both, both of those guys knew they weren't going to go five rounds anyway. They they both knew that they weren't going to go three rounds. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to see what he heard, actually. Um, do we even love him? This puts Song Yudong in a weird position because we've seen him try to fight the upper echelon of the division, like Corey Sanhagen, and then Sanhagen just painted a masterpiece mm-hmm. on his face. Yeah. Uh, like those cuts were brutal. So, I don't know. This just puts him in a weird spot. Yeah. And especially with um, with where the Bantamweight division is now, especially now that you've got a new champion and Sean O'Malley, and you've got his first title defense is basically going to be somewhat of a try to exact some revenge on um cheeto vera and then you just got everyone else like piled up on top it's just like it's just such a huge log jam right now so hopefully these next couple fights will help clear up some make the division race or the divisions the division a little bit clearer yeah um but yeah that's all i've got for this card um so, Laurel, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Before, before we make, I was gonna say before we make our final picks of the year. Yeah, I sit at at uh, one seventeen and sixty eight. J Lopez is at one oh six and seventy nine. 
and Ty is at 115 and 71. So I have no shot. <laughs> yeah, no shot. <laughs> even even if it was a five fight perfect, you would it like yeah. Wow. Um the only way that I can my and I think I'm I think I mentioned it to Laurel. The only way that I can win is if we pick differently for three at least three fights and I get all of them right. And that's asking a lot. Three fights with a five fight main card. That's oh, a lot of asking. So it's, it's time to gamble. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think when I made some of my picks, I did do a little bit of gambling. So I like that. But my like if I'm if I'm gonna lose, might as well lose with some flair or try to go all out. Like like hey, I'm making these picks. I've got nothing to lose, but everything to gain. Except for losing is the fact that I'd have to wear a Colby Covington hat. But before we do get into our picks, actually, if if, if I win, it'll be two years in a row. Yeah, that's the other that's thing crazy. too. <clears throat> two years in a row. And Jordan, what I say, it was like around the late summer, um, late summer, early fall. That like, um, I don't think I'm gonna, I'm thinking I'm gonna falter a little bit here. And sure yeah, enough, that's kind of what you had the lead for a while. Yeah. And I think it was big for a while too. It's like, oh my gosh, like this is I, I think I got too confident. Or maybe it was just things just never went our way. Um but before we do make our picks, as with as is custom with every UFC pay-per-view, well, one of the customs. As you can tell, there's no special guest here. If you haven't figured that out already, like I get, I gotta get better at that. But anyways, we do pick a fighter or a fight to watch. And so, Jordan, since you haven't been around for a while, what is a fighter or fight that you are keeping your eye on? Well, I think this card has a lot of good fighters on it. Even mm -hmm. like in the early prelims, we have Randy Brown, Andre Feely, uh, Manifield, Dustin Jacoby. So I'm going to stay, even on the prelims, Josh Emmett, Bryce Mitchell is a great prelim main event fight. Cody Garbrandt is on this card. Casey O'Neill, Andre Lipsky is a good, like there's a lot of, I mean, this card can arguably be one of the most stacked in terms of resume on each fight. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I would say the fight to watch, I would go with that one. The fight to watch, I'm going to stick with, is the main event of the prelims, Josh Emmett and Bryce Mitchell, just because how the fight has came about. Uh, and there's a lot of stake in this one. I, I know both fighters, uh, if, if they win this fight, there's good things on the horizon for them. Mm -hmm. It sounds obvious, but especially the featherweight division, how it's looking now and what it may look like in a few months, this fight has a lot on the line. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep, Laurel. I am interested in the Menafield Jacoby fight. That's such a good mm -hmm. fight. Yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting. And both fighters has some some ground game skill, but certainly the knockout power of the two. And uh and the other thing that's my favorite is both of those fighters don't usually let things go to decision. So I think it's just going to be a heavy three round match. 
I hope it goes to, this is one that I may hope goes to decision just so I can watch them longer. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Right. But, but we're these, these two guys here are fairly, it's a fairly even matchup. So I'm excited about that. Nice. Um, so yeah, I had to agree with Jordan that there it was just like a completely stacked card. Um, interestingly enough, no. Interestingly enough, though, the fight that I'm picking is the one that's literally right before no, that happens right before Jordan's fight, and that's Cody Garbrandt versus Brian Keller. Um, is it that one or is it? Uh, oh, right before the right Emmett fight. Right before Jordan's um, mm -hmm. Emmett versus uh, Mitchell fight. Okay. Because I think that's Aldana and Rosa. Oh, you know what? It could be. Anyway. Oh, you know what? You know what? Let me double check that. Um... Oh, okay, that Cody Garbrandt fight is the fight that the uh, the fan made that won that oh. contest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, oh, that'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah. I like that. Now he has a full-time job at the UFC. Yep. I did. I do remember hearing that. Um, what he yeah. do? He he uh, he had a a couple match, like he played matchmaker for a day with Dana, and uh -huh. Dana liked the fight so much that he gave him a full time job. Nice, very nice. And actually, I mean, you are have to work for Dana, but. <laughs> um. So yeah, I am mistaken, Laurel. It's actually Cody Garbrandt and Brian Keller is actually the second fight on the, uh, prelims, um. <laughs> So the prelim, the ESPN two pre uh prelim starts with O'Neill Lipsky, then it goes Garbrandt Keller, then Aldana and Rosa, and then the final the featured prelim is Emmett Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Um, so looking at it, Garbrandt is a I was looking at it. He's a minus two ten favorite, which it's been a while since I've heard Cody Garbrandt as a favorite in a fight. Yeah. Um, Brian Keller, he. He is closing in on 40 professional fights, which is, it feels like it's almost unheard of that a fighter has fought in 40, 50 times now. Um, both fighters have known to have knockout power. Um, and with knockout power means we got to keep an eye and see if he Cody Garbrandt can handle Brian Keller's punches to his chin. Yeah. So I think this is like who who I can't remember the fan's name that made this fight, but this was like a perfect first fight for him to pick. Yeah, no, it really was. So that's what I've got. And so now we have So um, I I have a question though on this bantamweight bout. Mm -hmm. So Keller is weighs at uh 146 and Garbrandt weighs 136. Um, is that true? There's a 10 pound differential. There shouldn't be because according to ESPN, it has them both at 135. Huh? Maybe the so, UFC webpage is off. It could be. And there also is, um, a, there's also a possibility that he might've fought, um, a bantamweight fight. Oh yeah. Cause it does say that Brian Keller is actually ESPN does have him as a featherweight. So I don't know if maybe he's moving down to bantamweight for this fight. Oh, yeah, he uh, is. Yeah. Okay, okay, so that makes more sense. 
Okay. Um. Yeah, actually, looking at these names, it looks like he, yeah he like bounces around a lot. He has there's some fighters I see that are normally bantamweight, some that are normally featherweights. So I think he just bounces around a lot. Hmm. Um, Interesting. It is. It is indeed. Um. All right, so our first fights in our last five picks of the year. Uh, we have Vicente. Let me try have this right. Vicente Luque, Luque, sorry, versus Jordan's good friend Ian Gary. Ian Gary has been in the news. If uh, yes, and, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I can't oh. tell. Um, with this one, I'll be sticking with Ian Gary. Um, mm. skill wise, I think he has more skill than Vicente Luque. It will be interesting if Luque tries to take him down. But I don't think he will just because Luke, whenever I expect him to come up big, he just hasn't. So I'm going to expect that from him this time. So I'll be going with Ian Gary. All right. Hmm. Laurel? Well, I had to give this fight some some uh, thought. Uh, Ian Gary has maybe his one of his best wins is neil neil magny mm -hmm. which and but uh and i know he's a great fighter and luke ha is kind of a mixed bag of fights losing to jeff neil Bilal muhammad but one winning against dasanos so I think he has what it takes, but I don't think he's consistent enough for me to to pick him to win. So I am also going with Ian Gary. All right. Well, then clean sweep because I am also going with Ian Gary. Yeah. I, mean, I just Ty, think you need to go opposite of Laurel. I know. <laughs> just hold. Just hold on. I've got a plan. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> I've got a plan. <laughs> I hope Jeez. you have a plan for this next fight then. I might actually. Um huh? so the next fight is oh gosh, this this hurts. Tony Ferguson versus Patty Pimblet. Oh Jesus. Um Laurel, go ahead. You go first for this one. Yeah, Laurel. Ah. I'm going to pick Patty Pimblett because Tony Ferguson Ferguson concerns me. Okay. But I don't like Patty Pimblett. <laughs> and this is probably just, you know, it's his kind of... I've always thought that he's fought no one. This might be his someone. This might be his someone. And I think that he can pull it off. <laughs> A lot is on the line here. But Tony Ferguson has just been on a losing streak in the fact that he's still in the UFC is is uh is bizarre. And so I'm going, I'm actually going with Patty Pimlet, although plot although. twist. What if they matched Ferguson up with Pimblet because he knows 
they know it could be a win. For who? But I don't think so. I'm going to go with Patty Pimlet. A win for Ferguson, you mean? Yeah. Oh. Because he, he needs a, a, a winning, a fight. He needs a, a guy that he can beat. So this matchup for Ferguson is pretty surprising to me. I thought it would have been like the other way. I thought like, oh, this is going to be like a guy who's pretty much on his way out the door and it's like, oh, you know what? Let's just give him Patty. Um, right. But then what, what would that, what would that do for Ferguson? Um, well, he's 26 and nine now and he's, oh, but gosh, he's nine is the last, almost the last nine fights. Yeah, he's lost his last, I think, six. Let me see. He's lost his last one, two, three. Yeah, he's lost his last six it's, fights. He yeah. is, it just hasn't been the same since the Gaethje fight for the interim yeah. title. Um, and and is, those last six losses, only one of them were just by decision. Um, two, Yeah, two of them were by decision. Two, sorry. Yeah. Um. But yeah, his last feet, his last three, he was finished. Although, I will say I was a little surprised at his last fight that he had lost, because uh, I thought he would have beaten Bobby Green. But it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Jordan, do you want me to go, or do you want to go next? I want. I want to hear yours because this is mainly okay. you versus Laurel right now. So <laughs> I really have a thing in this. Okay. Well, Jordan, this is one of those where I've got nothing to lose. I initially was going to go with Patty Pimlet, but you know what? Give me Tony Ferguson. Yes, yes. There you go, Ty. <laughs> Risk it. I'm risking it based upon... I mean, I mean, I, there's some merit to it because of... I'm not 100%. And I'll even go about his last fight when he fought... Uh, I think it was Jared Gordon and he had won that fight by split decision some way. I don't know how, because I thought Jared Gordon won that fight. I, I I'm not sold on Patty Pimlet. And I think if there was going to be one big shock to end the year in the UFC, this is going to be it. A feel good story. A feel good story. So, you know what? <clears throat> if you want to give me the hat, Laurel, go ahead. This is going to be my Hail Mary shot to at least get somewhat close. So give me right. Tony Ferguson. I'm with it. Give me Tony Ferguson as well. Let's end the year on a good note. Yes. All right. Our next one is Shavkat Rachmanov. Wow. Good. Uh, versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. The last time Stephen Thompson fought. But it was Kevin Holland, no? Or did he fight before? I mean, after. I think he fought after, actually. I, I think, yeah, I think he fought after, too, if I'm not. Or no, maybe it was, he was supposed to fight, but then it got canceled. No, he yeah, he, 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 he was supposed to fight Gastelum, but it got canceled. The, his last fight was Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal, yeah, it was Jeff Neal. Oh, um, no, 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 no. His last fight was against Kevin Holland. It, it was, right? Yeah. He was supposed to fight Gastelum. Uh-uh. He was he was supposed to fight someone, I remember. Um are we talking about Rachmanov? Stephen Thompson. Stephen Thompson. Oh shit. Sorry. 
I'm gonna look that up. I know he was supposed to fight someone, but I think they had missed weight, and he had. He, 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 he was supposed to fight Michael Pereira. Yeah, Michelle Michelle Pereira. Oh, sorry, Michelle. It's all right. Michelle. But uh, he won against Kevin Holland. Well, I was there for that. Yeah, I will never forget that fight ever, ever, ever in my life. I'll never forget that. Um, unfortunately, I cannot. Go with him in this fight, even though he does have a very good chance of beating Rockman, which would be awesome. But yeah. I am going to be going Rockmanov. I think Rockmanov is a really good striker, and he's going to prove it to us all against yeah. uh, Wonder Boy. Even though it's going to be a very, very good fight if Rockmanov doesn't take him down. If he does take him down, then I think he easily submits him. But if it's up on the feet, that's where things can get interesting. But I think Rockmanov still gets it. Oh, you got Rachmanov winning? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, You got to do it, Ty. He has a good shot. He does. <laughs> you know what? Don't do it, Ty. <laughs> you have to. If this is on the feet, Stephen Thompson has a real good chance. Even though Rachmanov is, is just as good of a striker, but Stephen Thompson is one of the best strikers of all time. I I know that's what that's what makes this so difficult. Um, you got to do it, Ty. You have to. <laughs> You're down three. I'm. All right, I'm. I'm just looking at stats real quick while I'm thinking about this. Um, <laughs> I want to see. He was the one. Oh yeah, he's the one that's almost balanced. Rachmanov has eight wins by knockout TKO. And nine wins by submission. Perfect 17 and 0. Um, although Jeff Neal kind of gave him a I mean, he didn't look great, great, but he actually brought him to the third. I think he was actually the only fighter to go past yes. two rounds with him. Yes. Oh, well, yes. there's there's one other guy, but that was back in 2018. But a very exactly. rare. Yeah. He got him all the way to the third round. And actually, I think, yeah, actually he was 43 seconds away from it going to decision. Do it. So Jeff Neal. Um, hold on, one more, just one more thing. I want to see what the odds are for this fight. I think they're like pretty significant. Yeah, minus six fifty. That's uh, even worth a sprinkle if you gamble. There's, I mean, Stephen Thompson is a really good striker. <clears throat> he is. Lost Law uh, Muhammad, Gilbert Burns, Anthony Pettis, Darren Till. Tyrone Woodley, and all of those fights, almost all of those fights went to decision. You know what? Give me Stephen Thompson. Let's there do it. Go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Why not? You got nothing to lose. Why not? <laughs> Holy shit. I, I was going to go rock one. I was like, you know what? I don't. Let's just do it. Let, let's cause some chaos. Um. There you go. I was like looking. Uh... Okay, but coming event time, which is actually the first of our two title fights and one of the last ones of the year, we have Alexandra Pan Pantoja versus Brandon Royval. The fight of the year. Because these two little flyweights are gonna go at it, and if it doesn't end in the first round, then I don't know when it's gonna end. <laughs> these guys' gas tanks are unbelievable. Yep. But. Right now, Pantoja is just built different right now. And I think that confidence of him getting the belt is even just better for everything. Yeah. Give me Pantoja. Mm -hmm. 
I go next? Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, this is not good. She can. But just I've have... already made my selection, so She's it lying. doesn't matter She's who you choose. She's lying. She's lying. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna look at the odds of this real quick. Um, I I wrote down who I'm gonna pick. Um, oh gosh. You know Laura's going with Pantoja. You have to go with Roy Val. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's what I'm thinking too. Because if I know Laurel, I'm if pretty you sure know like Laurel, you know that she looked at all the wins, all the losses, and watched video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Roy Val's on a he's on a three fight winning streak. Given that, although given the do it. Oh. Ooh, Roy Val, his last loss actually was to Pantoja. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do it. He gets his revenge. <laughs> and then Askarov. Oh gosh, this is... Okay. I'm going to try to break this down the best I can. So here we go. Okay. I'm a firm believer that... No, just... Whoever can jog my memory, the Pantoja uh, Moreno fight, that was a split decision victory for him, right? Or was it unanimous? Pretty sure it was unanimous. Pantoja and nope. Moreno? Pantoja and Moreno, it was a split decision. It was split. Oh, damn. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how split it was. Like, just because I'm like, Van, so forty. So one judge had it forty nine forty six Moreno, and then the other two judges had it forty eight forty seven for Pantoja. That's actually really like the fact that one judge had it four one for Moreno and the two others had it three two for Pantoja. I feel like that's really telling, to be honest with you. Um, okay, just be. I'm thinking so. Yeah, I mean, Pantosha's really like. I feel like I don't. I mean, he's on a winning streak, and then you give Roy Val um, his last loss come to Pantosha. My my only fear is that with this Pantosha had not Pantosha. I'm sorry, Roy Val hasn't really. His three wins have been against fighters that he don't really know a whole lot about. Um, unless you're like a true, true um UFC fan. So his last three wins were against looking at the names right now, Rodrigo Bontorin, Matt Schnell, and Matthias Nikolai. Nicolo. I don't know. I don't know if I spelled that right. Pronounce that right, excuse me. Um, and that kind of that kind of worries me a little bit too because of. And then his his last two losses were to both Marino and Pantoja. You know what? Yes. Just because I I have a feeling. I have a feeling who with who Laurel picks in the main events. It's like I'm gonna have to agree with her probably unless I know for sure. See, that's why I want to pick the main event first just to see who, where she goes. But you know, you know what? Going. 
you know. Yeah, I think I know where she's going. So with that being said, you know what? Let's cause more chaos. Give me Brandon Royval to win yes. the fight. I'd like to point out that these guys are talking about me like I'm not even on the mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. She is here. Damn, Ty. <laughs> so you got Pantoja, huh? I got Pantoja. There you go. All Good, right, job, so... Good job, Ty. Good job, Why wouldn't I pick Pantoja? <laughs> Yeah, all right, so let me actually, I'm going to fix these up real quick because I, I initially Roy Val before, so. Which is why I'm really, mm. I'm really worried about it, but mm-hmm. nothing I can do about it now. I already made my pick. Um, Let me change this one just so I don't forget that I made that one. And then Roy Val. I probably was about that. Okay. Main event time. I can't believe we have to end this with and I think I mentioned this to Laurel, but Jordan, isn't I isn't it ironic that the last fight Super is gonna be the person who's features a person that has the hats or that yep. we have to wear that. Um but we have Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington. Um those goes who goes first i mean i'll go i mean i might be really quick okay. it is a good stylistic matchup for colby but i do feel like you know masvidal was on his way out when he fought colby you know everyone knew that he wasn't in his prime um and he still landed shots in the second round he even knocked them down in the fourth um, or the fifth round, I forgot which round it was, but he still got his fair shots on Colby. He still knocked him down. He stunned him. He did all that. Um, if Leon catches him, Leon is much, much younger than Masvidal. I think we all know that. Okay. And he's much in his, more in his prime than Masvidal is right now. So those strikes from Leon are just going to be a little bit more powerful and a little bit more crisp. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I have a feeling that Colby's going to get caught. So I got Leon Edwards winning in the third round via KO. Nice. Uh, who should go next? Laurel should go next. Okay. Oh yeah, because well, I I did go I get to go for I did go before you did last time. So yeah, it's time for Laurel. I'm going Leon Edwards. That it makes sense. Thing, that's a it good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing I picked the Roy Val fight then. I mean, hi, uh, you could double dip just in case. I, I, there's no way I could pick Colby Covington to win this fight. Yeah, I was gonna say like the day, the day I picked Colby Covington to win a fight that of this magnitude, or I would say even at all. The day I pick Colby Covington to win a fight is the day that I am six feet underground. Uh, how ironic would it be if you pick Colby and he's the reason why you don't wear his hat? Yeah, I don't want to think about that right now. <laughs> I mean, he, um, he can get you out of this jam. Gosh, I, I don't. Mm-mm. 
he could be the one that it, it, it's i want to say it's not worth it i'm picking leon edwards all right that's what about you then that means you have to go perfect yeah i have to be perfect the opposite yep. picks yep i would have at least double dipped if it was me true but i've, I've learned my lesson when it came to when it's your come pride. to things like that your pride you can't yep. satisfy your pride yeah i can i can yeah my pride will not allow me to pick all the time again i respect it i respect it Gosh, I just hope he loses. I, I, I will say this: even if I lose, um, even if I lose these picks for the year, I will be I'll be satisfied if I see Colby Covington face down on the canvas after receiving a punch by Leon Edwards. That'll make it like that'll make this like okay, I lost the picks, but hey, at least at the end of the year. I saw Colby Covington get knocked out. Mm-hmm. So that does cover our final UFC events of the year on this podcast. Uh, only shame is that we won't get to talk about it until January. I don't That's know if we'll last talk time about we it ever pick fights. It's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. Um, so there's, like, there wasn't a whole lot in May news. Um, the only thing I've, the only thing I know I've got are the, there were two fight announcements that were made. Um, what was I saying? There were two fight announcements that were made. Sorry, I lost my train of thought for some odd reason. Um, over the past couple days since... Laurel and I were on. So the first one we have is Rianto Moncayo, sorry, versus Drew Dober, which will be February 3rd for UFC Vegas 85. And then probably the biggest one so far, Henry Cejudo versus Mirab Dwalasvili for UFC 298. Which I don't. They haven't said if it's like a main or co-main or anything. Well, actually, the main event is um. Oh, what's that fight? Oh, um, Volkanovski versus Taporia. Or Tapora. I can't know if how it's pronounced. Taporia. Um, Taporia. Okay. So I mean, Suhudo and Mirab will be a really good fight. The. Only fight announcements I can think of that I have heard of, it's been a rumor, is another Miami fight card uh, fight announcement. I know it's been rumored, but I highly doubt it will be a co-main event, especially that Sean O'Malley is going to be the main event. But Islam did mention that he has been hearing UFC 299 for his next fight. I highly doubt, though, that he will be a co-main event. I just don't see it. Mm Mm-mm. I don't see it either. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't see him being a main event or a co-main event for two ninety nine. Me either. Um, my best guess is that he probably. I mean, it would probably also depend on what they do with UFC three hundred, but he's for sure not going to be the main event three hundred. No, not at all. So probably earliest would be three oh one. Yeah. Um 
but we'll see. Um, so because there wasn't a whole lot of main news, I thought we would do a little special segment called, um, because it's the holiday season, and I am titling this the holiday fight wish. That that's the name of the title of the podcast episode. So, twenty twenty three had a lot of fun moments, maybe some not so fun for others. Um, but I figured we'd go around the horn and maybe make some thoughts on thoughts, predictions, or what we wish happens for the year 2024. It could be for the UFC. It could be any other organization. I figured we'll let the lady go, ladies go first and Laurel. Oh, ladies go first. <laughs> well, my, my one wish would be uh, Rose Nama Yunus getting a quality fight win. Love it. That's my wish for 2024. That is a very good wish. I feel like she's, and maybe I'm wrong and you guys can correct me, but I feel like she's a female fighter who has mostly been on the good side of news in general she's been dominant and powerful and i just really like her as a fighter and seemingly a person so it would be great to have her get a nice comeback win despite her tough year in 2023 i like it I like it a lot. Um, why don't you go next, Jordan? I have three. Okay. Three quick ones. All right. Sean O'Malley stays Bantamweight champ for 2024. Oh, jeez. Throughout the whole 2024? Throughout the whole 2024. Okay. Two, Oliveira gets his belt back. Huh. Okay. And three... Blanchfield gets the title. Mm. Those are my three. It's In awesome. any particular order? I would probably go Oliveira one, huh? O'Malley two, Blanchfield three. Mm. Okay. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. All right. Um, you know what? I might have to change mine around. Because the whole Charles Oliveira thing actually kind of makes me want to change one around. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to change a couple things around. So, well, one's going to involve someone um, that is also in that lightweight division. Um, my first wish, Dustin Poirier fights at UFC 300 and gets a phenomenal win. Like, spectacular win. Okay. Um, I initially had him fighting for the belt, but I feel like that would jinx him. So I'll just say get him at UFC 300 and have him win in spectacular fashion. Um, number I two. He fights on that card, by the way. Yeah, that's what, I'm hearing rumblings that Poirier is going to be on 300. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Number two. Number two. would be a good number two. 
Man, I don't know if there would be a good number two. I'm trying to think of like, um, oh, actually, I have, I have a good idea for number two. Tatiana Suarez wins the belt by the end of the year. Oh. What? That came out of nowhere. <laughs> it did come out of nowhere. I just pulled it from my head. <laughs> like, literally just pulled it. I'm like, I got to think of like something female, a female fighter, but I'm like, uh, so most female fighters that I watch are like in contention or just a little bit down, uh, like outside the top fifteen, roughly. Um, <laughs> trying to think of something. Okay, so that was number two. Uh, number three. You know what? I'm I'm here, even though I didn't like the whole chaos part of it. Um, especially when this certain fighter came into the ring after the other fighter won. This is going to be kind of a two-parter. I want Duplessis to knock out Sean Strickland so that mm. we can set up a Duplessis versus Adesanya fight. Mm. That'd be a good fight. You should, you should suggest that to Dana. I Well, my the best i've got to hope that oh actually so in order for this to work i need duplessis to knock out strickland in january i need adesanya to come back at some point maybe get like a spectacular victory and then by the end of i was thinking international fight week uh it would depend on when um oh wait no adesanya last oh he last his last fight was against Strickland for the belt so yeah that could happen unless they want to give Adesanya one more fight one more non-title they, they would give it to him oh you think he'd get the automatic rematch if or the automatic title belt, belt. Yeah. okay so then yeah let's do that Duplessis knocks out Sean Strickland in January and then in July we set up the huge international fight week with the main event being Dreyses Duplessis versus Israel Adesanya for the middleweight title. There you go. Those are good wishes right there. Thank you. Fantastic. Um, but I think I want to close out by saying, oh, wait, unless either of you had anything else to say or anything to add on. Besides Broncos winning the division, that's about it. Well, we're going to, like, by the time next time we're all together, we're know, we'll know what's going to happen with them. I think the next time we'll be on, I think the Broncos would be in the AFC Championship. Oh. Um, ooh, when is the next card? When When is the card Wait. after this one? Wait, what? You're in uh, the conference championship. So the next card... The, the, first the next fight... card is January 13th. Yes, yeah, so that would be so maybe divisional round or wild card round. That'd be the same weekend. At... Oh, actually, when is actually I can find out. Do, 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 do. Oh, so the next the Broncos will have completed their regular season by the the next time we're on. So we'll know if they make it. They could potentially be in the wild card. Nice. So, that next card is going to be dope. It oh that's right, isn't it? Yeah, it's Uncle Lia versus um Walker. Walker. Uh, yeah, that one actually. Um, 
I think there's a lot of good fights for that one. Um, oh, one little, um, a little tangent gripe that I've got with this card. Why'd they put Jim Miller on this card when UFC 300 was right around the corner? I think he's going to dog it out and he's going to go nearly back to back. Mm. Oh, I mean, there's still some, <clears throat> as long as he doesn't get hurt, I think 300 is supposed to be in April. So, I mean, three months. Yeah. Not bad. Oh, please put him put please put him on three hundred just so that he can say that he fought at one hundred, two hundred, and three hundred, and then right off into the sunset. Mm. Yes. That would be beautiful. Actually, who is Jim Miller fighting that weekend? Oh, Gabriel Bit oh, he I think he might have that um yeah, I think he might have that fight. Yeah, yeah, I think he could take Gabriel without much problem. Hopefully. Knock on wood. Um, but this is a wonderful year of covering fights, talking violence, and just having a good time with Mr. Jordan T. Lopez, otherwise known as um, Jordan. Oh, gosh, what, were your, uh, what was the nickname I gave you? I can't remember now. Masvidal. Oh, okay, we'll go Masvidal. Um, and then of course get your jits on Laurel. Mm-hmm. It, it's been a pleasure, guys. <clears throat> it was a fun year. It was a fun year. And then and next year I want to lose so that I don't have to buy things. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. That that this saves us money, Jordan. Uh, I mean, we still have to wear that terrible hat, but. Well, I only wore, I think, well, oh, no, actually, if I remember you wore correctly. wore it one well, little tiny time and you put it on your tr- Twitter profile for a yeah. week. Yeah, we did. So it's just pretty much, I think what I did with the shirt was that I wore it for the one podcast once I got it. And then it was yeah. my Twitter profile for a week. And then it actually is, I think I. I think I threw it away. <laughs> no, actually, no, actually, I, I know where it is. It's um, it's in my um, I all my shirts. It's at the bottom of my closet. It actually is. I actually, I think I know specifically where it is. It's it toilet paper. <laughs> I might wear it the next time Conor McGregor has a fight. Honestly, just to, <laughs> just for the chaotic part of it. Which, oh, I you know what? That that should be another wish. Oh, my other wish is that that Conor McGregor finally retires. Oh, but I don't think that's going to happen. That's just very wishful. No, thinking. that I just random. I um, he was voted the second sexiest man in the UK. In the UK, interesting. I know. Mm-hmm. Second sexiest sport athlete, and I just about dry heaved. (laughs) I believe it. it. Freaking gross. Who thinks of that shit? Wasn't there something that he was trying to run for, like president of Ireland or something like that, or something? Yeah, something like that. Someone had mentioned something about him, like running. Not maybe not president of Ireland. Um, something about. Like I don't know what they call like their presidents in Ireland. Mm. King. 
Okay. Mm, maybe. Let's see. Prime Minister? Um, I don't think I think Prime Minister is the UK. Um Oh yeah, they do they do say president. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. oh, that's gosh, could you imagine Conor McGregor running a country? Be awesome. <laughs> Just glad kind of that we that it's not president of the United States, because then it would be a mess. Um, oh, but he actually um, he had a stare down with um Peter Yan a couple days ago in, du- in yeah, Dubai. Return to featherweight, maybe? No, I'm just kidding. I don't think he'd go back to featherweight. Or would Peter Yan move up? Hmm. I think that would be the one time I'd actually root for Peter Yan is if he can knock out Conor McGregor. Hmm. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a, I don't have anything against Peter Yan. It's just that dude did not know the rules that night. Dude did not know the rules that night. Yeah, but but this was fun. Um, hopefully that we can do this again in twenty twenty four, and hopefully we can actually, depending on what happens with our Denver Broncos, that yes. we can return to a fairly consistent schedule although i know jordan you have basketball so i mean depending on what happens we will probably be able to accommodate the podcast to your busy coaching lifestyle it'd be much easier now that school is finished yes very good very much so um but with all that said um any questions comments suggestions i am going to reactivate the fktc group page um probably before the next paper before the duplessis pay-per-view card um just because i got to revamp it a little bit more might try to go discord with it because that might make things a little easier although i don't know how many people have discord but with all all that you can uh reach our podcast page fktc pod or reach us individually by reaching laurel at rain basin Jordan at Jordan T. Lopez. And of course, me, Ty at TyFlyGuy15, the one that is making some huge risks this weekend. <laughs> but with that said, protect your faces from Laurel's kicks, protect your necks from my throat cuddles, watch out for Jordan's flying knees. And what's our number one golden rule? Never leave the decision in the hands of the judges unless you're going to lose in the last 32 seconds. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, and with that said, we hope you all have a wonderful holiday. We've enjoyed all these fights, all the coverage, and all the laughs and all the fun moments. And we will see you all in 2024 with the first fight that's going to be covered is going to be Ankalaev versus Walker. So stay safe, everyone. And we will see you all in the new year. Bye.